my Govanen. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek. And in today's Thursday Thoughts, I'm actually picking up on something that I responded to in Twitter to David Rowe, who I've had on this channel before. I will link to his appearance in the description below. He is the author of Proverbs of Middle-Earth. Great fun book. And he has this thread going of anytime he gets a like on his original post, he will then post a reply with some random thought about Lord of the Rings or Tolkien, Middle-Earth, whatever. And yesterday I saw that he posted one saying, how do Gandalf and Elrond know that the fires of Mount Doom is the only place that the One Ring can be destroyed? And I actually came up with the answer pretty quickly. And so this is not really so much amusing, but it doesn't deserve like a long drawn out video because I don't think you can talk very much about this topic because there's just only so much to explore. But I wanted, I answered his question on Twitter, but I also want to answer it here. So you do have to wonder in a sense, you know, how would Elrond or Gandalf or anybody know that the only way to destroy the One Ring is to drop it back into a lava pool in Mount Doom? Well, I think it's really a matter of simple logic. One of the things that Gandalf says at one point is only Dragonfire really could destroy the other great rings. This must have been tested for anybody to know this. Uh, we also have Gandalf saying that you know, the dragons consumed some of the dwarven rings, and surely this must be known somehow. So the idea that you know only Dragonfire can do it, Dragonfire must be especially hot, right? So if only Dragonfire could destroy those rings, and he's, he also tells Frodo in the same context, Dragonfire probably couldn't destroy this one, and anyway, there aren't any dragons left with the old fire still hot enough to do it. And he's probably basing that conclusion on all these other rings are less powerful than this ring and created by people who are less, you know, crafty than Sauron. Sauron is a Maya. Celebrimbor was the greatest person to forge an elven ring. Sauron put a lot of his own power into the ring. Therefore, it stands to reason it's probably going to be indestructible by all but the greatest, you know, fire that you could imagine and so probably not even dragons so it's at least going to be as resistant to destruction as the other rings which means you know you might try a dragon dangerous but if not a dragon what's left well it was forged in the fires of mount doom and lava is let's you know admit it one of the hottest things around not to mention Mount Doom is kind of semi-magical in the sense that it's, you know, Tolkien develops this in other places. It doesn't get into this in the story itself, but kind of a reservoir of Morgoth's power in Middle-earth in a sense. So I think it's really just kind of a, a process of elimination. It's like the ring was forged, therefore it has to have been melted and shaped into the ring. You know, the gold that was used have, has to have been molded shape, you know, and melted in some sense, and it was melted in that place. And if it was melted there one time, it could presumably be melted again, but certainly if there are no dragons around, and you wouldn't necessarily want to try to get a dragon to do that anyway because you'd be roasting yourself, uh, the only other place you could even try is Mount Doom. 
Now, does he know for an absolute certainty that Mount Doom would be sufficient to melt that ring again? I mean, he can't know in a scientific sense, but it certainly stands to reason, and it's also, you know, like, if we're going to have any hope, this must be it. And if there was no hope of even doing that, the Valar surely would not have sent a bunch of Istari who have been clothed in human form and therefore subject to memory loss and all these other things to help people in their fight against Sauron. Instead, they would have come and they would have taken the ring and they would have blown it up themselves in whatever manner, you know, like take it to Aule's Forge and have them smash it, much like Gimli tries to do in the movie. <laughs> but the point being, if the Valar thought that they could handle this problem on their own in Middle-earth, it must be destructible within Middle-earth, and there's only one place left to do it. The other interesting thing to note here is that Sauron used heat or fire to kill Gilgalad by burning him with his own hand, and it's the heat from that that shows up the ring's script when Isildur takes it off of his corpse and it burns Isildur's hand. The ring is superheated by, you know, Sauron's own use of power to kill Gilgalad with fire. So, Sauron himself, a Maya, you know, who is, you know, probably at least kind of on par with dragon fire, maybe... Even that didn't destroy the ring. It just made it show up some pretty letters, right? So if his fire doesn't do it, and dragon fire, you know, probably can't do it, but wouldn't want to try anyway, again, it kind of leads to that conclusion, the only place worth trying is Mount Doom. So it's not so much like a, oh yeah, we've t tested this in a laboratory and we know that the lava from Mount Doom can melt this. Obviously, if that had been tried before we wouldn't be having this conversation because it would have already been melted down. But it's just, I think, a simple logical conclusion of we already know this about the other rings, that they couldn't have been melted by anything other than dragon fire. That's not really an option anymore. So what, what else in the world could possibly do it? Mount Doom. So here we go. So that's my Thursday Tolkien thoughts for this week. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you on the next one. Until the next time, Namariye.